on today's show, me Slovenci, me Slovenci, Slovenia, and you know some free agency stuff here and there. We'll talk about. That I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks podcast. That YMCA team he had and got him to the playoffs, bro. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Sylvanian Saint, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Luka Doncic, Mike Toby, this Slovenian team. I mean, they're so fun to root for. They have so much energy. They love playing with each other. I just, I love everything about this team. I find myself getting so hyped for this team. And I'm like, this is, this isn't the Mavericks. This isn't like, it's just so weird. Like being so invested into another team. That's not the Mavericks, but here I am. I'm all in. I I want them to win gold so bad. Oh, same amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them that locked on sent you. Today's episode is brought to you by rock auto. We will obviously get into the free agency stuff. We'll talk about what the Mavericks can still do, what they did do with you know, Reggie Bullock. We'll talk about Sterling Brown. We'll talk about Tim Hardaway jr. Coming back. But for the first, for the first, chunk here we're going to be talking about Slovenia we're going to be talking about Luka Doncic uh reportedly again 207 million dollar deal coming his way that extension for Luka Doncic he's apparently going to re-sign it we've been or going to sign it we've been talking about that for weeks it seems like uh I don't think he'll do it till after the Olympics but wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow you're like oh Luka Doncic agrees to sign you know 200 million 200 million dollar extension to come back to the Mavericks or stay with the Mavericks yeah, I mean, yeah, we're recording this 11.45 p.m. Central Time on uh, Monday night as free agency has been going on for a, a little while now. Uh, Slovenia just beat Germany a few hours ago. So uh, here we are, and we just crossed the uh, the mark for you know the rookie extensions to start happening. Trey Young, uh, SGA, some of those names have already been agreeing to their deal. So at this point, Luca hasn't agreed, but I mean, it, it's coming at some point. It's just a matter of time. So we will definitely get to that. But Slovenia beats Germany, it made it look easy. 94 to 70 was the final score. There was a little bit worrisome there in the third in the second quarter when Germany came back and got a lead. The Slo- Slovenia came out to a pretty quick 10 point lead early in the first quarter. Second quarter, Germany came back. And actually Whoa. got the lead, and basically Slovenia never looked back after that, and just took control of it and won by 24. Which just, I mean, the way that this team could just go and coast to a win is just so great to see. The way that they can shoot the ball, to see that's you know the way they, they we've been saying this the whole time we've been watching them. The way they spread the ball, the way they share the ball, the way that they just go on little runs. Like they went on a run. After Germany took the lead with five minutes and 17 seconds left in the second quarter, they were up 32-31. At the half, Slovenia was up 44-37. So just like a little 12-6 run, but those little runs that they can go on just spark something, and all of a sudden, everything looks easy for Slovenia, and everything looks hard for the other team. 
Well, they hit their threes, and I don't know if it's just, hey, we're used to watching Luca play with some players sometimes who don't hit threes, but it feels like <laughs> these guys hit their threes all the time. And, you know, they there's they have so much energy on the court that, you know, even when it got a little feisty here and there, you know, <laughs> Wagner was, you know, talking to stuff and I was laughing. I'm like, bro, you you suck. Is he is he even in the league still? <laughs> I think Mo Wagner plays for somebody. But you know the uh, Isak uh, Banga is uh, I think he's a unrestricted free agent. Right <laughs> Mo now. Wagner was on Orlando last time we saw him. So okay, so but no, you know Luca gets his third tech in what four games, mm. and you know Luca is Luca. Just seeing the team, I think the bench got a tech at one point. <laughs> They're so passionate, you know, for each other. You know, Luca gets knocked, you know, down on the ground. The whole team's over there. There's words exchanged and everything. You just love the team. And, you know, it's, you know, tonight, I think, you know, Dragic's brother, he had, what, 27 no, points? No, 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 no. We're not going Dragic's brother. This is Zoran mother effing Dragic. Zoran. You don't give him the Dragic's brother treatment. Come on. Too much respect. Is that the Power Rangers? Like leader, Zoran. Is it Zoran or Zordon? <laughs> you lost anyway, me there. Um, whoa! I lost you on like a TV show reference. This is a first. <laughs> um, but no, this dude. I mean, literally, I'm like, well, dang, are we going after the wrong Dragic right now? Is is this the? Are we? Which one are we going after? But I thought he played incredible, you know, especially when he hit that last three of his and he turned around and he he did the, you know, his, his celebration. There was a video that came out afterwards of Goron watching, doing the celebration in front of a TV. Mm. Wearing his and, own jersey, not Zoran's jersey. Yes, wearing like, his own. where'd you get that jersey? Uh, <laughs> I need that. And uh, I, how good is Mike Toby? I think that's well, a question. Zoran Dragic, 27 points for him, hit five of his seven threes, had four assists and six rebounds of his own. Just a great game for him. And this is what we were talking about last week, where just they have another guy that steps up every single game, and this time it was Zoran. Who's the who's the uh, the Slovenian Steph Curry? The little dude who hits these threes off balance. Clemen uh, Preplovic. Okay, so they had the Slovenian Steph Curry. Zoran is like the Slovenian Ginobili. The lefty who's just like full of energy and hit threes. We just have all these guys. I don't know who what the equivalent of Mike Toby is, but where would Mike Toby be on the pecking order of Mavericks bigs? <laughs> uh, the Mavs have lots of bigs right now. The Mavericks have four, they have five centers by my count: Porzingis, Dwight Powell, Willie Cauley Stein, Boban, and Moses Brown. He's probably above Dwight Powell to me. Yeah. He impresses me more and more every time I watch him. He gets boards. I love his energy. He can hit threes. He has a weird-looking jump shot, but you know what? It goes in. We watched Marion for all these years, so <laughs> we can watch any jump shot at that point. But I think the bigger question is that, like, the France game. It's coming. This is the big thing now. So, now that Slovenia has won this game, this was a knockout round game. Like, this was actually a tournament-type yeah. game. Like, if Slovenia lost this, they would have been out. And they just played, they played so, like... Easy. It, it, it just looks so easy for them towards the end there. They really came out and then the second quarter they're like, oh, we got this. But then they they kind of took they kind of took advantage of of Germany or took them for granted. And then they came out and finished the job. But now 
Luca and Slovenia will now appear uh, in the, the winner of France and Italy that has already played probably by the time you're listening or watching this. It's 3 a.m. Central Time uh, here in Texas. And so we think France is going to win that game. We're pretty sure France is going to win that game. So they'll probably play France. And a winner of that game, which will happen 6 a.m. Texas time on Thursday. So Slovenia versus France, maybe Italy, 6 a.m. Thursday. The winner of that game goes to the gold medal game. Like, yeah, we're almost there, guys. Like, real close. Final four. Either way, they're in the final four of <laughs> Olympics. Like, uh, this uh, Slovenia. Like, let's go. I mean, that's the power. of Two Lincoln. million this, people in the whole country. This is the 2011 Dirk Mavericks championship run right here, going <laughs> for gold. Uh, Dallas, Texas population. Just Dallas, 1.3 million. Just Dallas, Ooh. not even Fort Worth. That's wild. Dallas, Fort Worth, seven and a half million. So if you take the population of Dallas, Fort Worth, Slovenia is like, it's like three times smaller than that. That's insane. And you're getting, and you're getting a you know top four in the in the Olympics right now for basketball, and possibly even going to the gold medal to play the U.S. or you know or somebody Australia, else. Australia, maybe. Nick Batum's like seriously. I had to guard Luca for a whole series, and yeah, now I have to guard him gotta, again. Now I got to do it again. Uh, any other thoughts on on Slovenia? We have the again Italy, France coming up today. If you haven't watched it already, and then uh, yeah, we'll be watching out for that. No, that's it. That's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the. But I mean, free agency. We're going to talk about for the rest of the pod. We yeah. we know that that's the biggest news right now. But to see what Luca's doing, we're so happy for it. We're we're all in. I want to see how far they can go. I think they can beat France. It's going to be their toughest game yet, but it should be a blast. And it's going to get super real. If USA has another bad game and they get upset either against Spain and it's already happened or Australia the next game and they get beat, then it's like, whoa, now the door's really open. And then the pressure's really on in that France. Because then I think a lot of people would immediately look and say, Oh, this France Slovenia game is for the gold. Man. Absolutely. So we'll be talking about free agency, talk about Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, Tim Hardy Jr. coming back, and all that coming up. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rock Auto is the best way to go and find car parts for your car with the ever-increasing number of makes and models. It's impossible to find the parts that you need at a local chain or at least all the parts you need, but Rock Auto has that. Why would you wait for the person behind the counter to order the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry, and then it takes you forever to get it anyway? You might as well just order it at rockauto.com. You have that available anytime, right in your pocket, on your phone, home, on your on your desktop, laptop. Save time and money using rockauto.com. Go and explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And there, how did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into free agency. The Mavericks, for the first time in a couple years, it seems, made their moves, or at least some moves, early, and we're not messing around with some of these guys. They re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr. Isaac, what were your thoughts on the deal? Yeah, I mean, it was super quick. I mean, that was one of the first you know things that happened for the Mavs. I think it got reported you know right before you know, I mean, before anyone could talk, you know, because there's no negotiation that happens before. 
you know, that time hits. Uh, somehow, you know, the Bulls and Pelicans had a whole sign and trade deal and everything worked out <laughs> right and within seconds. But, you know, the Tim thing, we knew all along Dallas really wanted to bring him back. And that was, you know, that was even in addition to Lowry, any anybody else they were pursuing, they wanted to bring back Tim. And that's why we were kind of thrown off the other day of like, well, is, dang, is Dallas really like not like, are they turning the page on Tim? If like, if they're turning the page on Tim, then there's something bigger they have cooking. So as soon as it came out that they were re-signing Tim, he was coming back. Like it made all the sense in the world. Tim wanted to come back. Dallas wanted him back. Great fit last year. And immediately for us was, or at least for me, it was, it's under 20. Like it's under 20 a year. And I, I, you know, I was scared that that number was going to be creeping around 20 and it made me now looking back, it's like, did Tim set the market? Did he set the market for a bunch of these guys out there that then their agent said, okay, well, if Tim's getting 18 right now, or like basically 18 a year, it looks like it's going to start around 16 a year. If he's basically getting 18 a year, did Evan Fournier's agent say, hello, <laughs> or Norman Powell, or Gary Trent, or, you know, who, who is the other person we were talking about, too, that got around? Schroeder's still out there. He's, he's, he may get that. Yeah, so, like, even Spencer Dinwiddie, it looks like right yeah. before he hit record, look, he's going to get around 20 a year. Did, you know, Tim was one of the first ones on that to where people looked at it and said, you know, Duncan Robinson, didn't he get around 18? Five years, 90 for Duncan Robinson. Yeah, so it's like... No. Top shot, front shot podcaster, <laughs> Duncan Robinson, whatever his podcast is named. I got a big kick out of Woj putting like his podcast at in his. Uh... <laughs> See, I should have done that with like the church I work at of saying Isaac Harris, host of <laughs> Locked on Maps, is now joining. Uh, but no, I just to me with Tim coming back under 20 million, especially starting at this 16 number. I thought that was a big win for Dallas. Absolutely, yeah. Four years, seventy-two million dollars. I should have mentioned the the uh, the price there off the top, but yeah, I thought that was a big win. It may seem like a lot to some people, but like you said, it's sixteen million to start, and it'll probably get up to what twenty at the end, yeah. up, up, like twenty million dollars at the end of that. So, which I think will will be a great deal for Tim. I think that he still he found a great place here in Dallas. Forty percent three point shooter. All of a sudden, if you had lost him. You're, you're without a lot of shooting. And so I think that it was a big win to bring him back at this number. Um, is it the, the be-all, end-all? No, but it was you had to bring him back or else it was going to be really hard for you to replace him with somebody else, especially in this class, this market. Just uh, go look at the people who make 18 to $20 million. We went through the list the other day and saying, it sounds like a lot until you look at that list, not just from this class, but people who are already making 18 to 20. And you're like, okay, well, he fits in that group. Like he, he fits there. Should we just do it? I mean, I got it. I got it right here. We have eighteen to twenty million dollars. You're looking at Bogdan Bogdanovich, Eric Bledsoe, Eric Gordon. You have Terry Rozier, Ricky Rubio, Karis LeVert, Markel Fultz. Uh, he's in Joe, that. He's in that. Joe Harris, Davis Bertans, Derek White. Like all these guys, Tim should be in this group. We think. Yeah, for sure. Because if you stay, if you can stand there like a man mountain, because you are a man mountain, you get that money. You get that money if you're Tim Hardaway and. <laughs> and you get the 18 million a year, uh, you know, average uh, out of that, you know, over those four years. So I love that for Tim. I love it for the Mavericks. That, that was a win on that. Then the Sterling Brown news came and it's like, Hey, Jake Fisher, which hats off to Jake Fisher. Incredible quite the job <laughs> reporting and everything leading up to free agency. I mean, his hit rate was, uh, 
Very successful today. And he reported the Sterling Brown thing. We talked uh, a little bit about Sterling Brown on yesterday's podcast, how we were, f- were a fan of that, uh, that, you know, low cost signing for kind of a swing at a, for a wing spot that, you know, 42%, you know, three point shooter last year, good catch and shoot numbers. We went over on yesterday's podcast. So for do it again, price, go ahead and go, go ahead and go ahead and go over his numbers again. Oh, if you have them, really? I, I don't have him in front of me. I have him from- <laughs> he shot 40% from three last year. We just think he'll be a good fit. He he played with Jason Kidd for that first year in uh, that the Jason Kidd was there. At least that half year that Jason Kidd was still in Milwaukee. So he has that connection there. Uh, it's just another wing that you add to the group, right? All of a sudden, this wing group uh, was going to be really, really thin if you lost Tim. But now you add Sterling Brown to it. You keep Tim. You have Josh Green. You have Dorian still. That's a pretty good-looking group of, of wings. We haven't even gotten to the next name on our list yet, but uh, Sterling Brown was one that we saw coming because Jake Fisher reported it and said that the Mavs were the favorite, and they end up getting him. I think it's going to be a solid deal for the Mavericks, and you just got to take shots at some of these guys, right? Like, maybe Sterling Brown won't work out. Maybe it'll be another Josh Richardson-type thing, but you're not losing as much because you're not paying him double-digit millions or anything like that. So you're taking a flyer on a guy that has you know the upside to, to work really well in a rotation or... He could be out of the rotation, uh, but if he's out of the rotation, that probably means Josh Green played really well, and all of a sudden Josh Green is is showing some stuff, right? That's the thing. It's like yeah, I'm, you're not signing Sterling Brown to start. You're signing him to be a wing off the bench. That hey, can you come in and hit a three pointer? Can you be our Tory Craig, our another Dorian yeah. type of player? And yeah, I mean it's competition to Josh Green of saying hey, we just went out and signed this guy. Can you beat this guy out in camp like for minutes in the rotation? So I get all of that. Now the next guy. Super excited to bring him on. Oh, yes. Let's get into that. Reggie Bullock coming to the Dallas Mavericks. We are excited about this one because we've been talking about Reggie Bullock for a couple years now, it seems like. Uh, we have mentioned him uh, consistently in our you know free agency like breakdown kind of deals. Three years, $30.5 million is the deal for Reggie Bullock. What did you think about the actual number for Reggie Bullock? Yeah, I was waiting for that number. You know, I think Keith uh, Smith tweeted out before that they were going to, you know, split the two in the MLE. But then the number came out, and you're like, oh, okay, well, he's going to get the full MLE. Now, do you which is MLE on- is the mid-level exception. It's an exception you get if you're a team that has, you know, that you're over the caps. So the salary cap came out as 112 million dollars. If your team is paying players that over 112 million dollars, then all of a sudden you have this exception, so you can still add players even though you're at the, you know, you're at the cap. There's still different ways for you to do that with the mid-level exception, the biannual exception, the mini mid-level, like. All all that kind of stuff the mid mid-level the Mavericks would have and that's about what it was nine million or something like that nine and a half or ten yeah do you want to go over that right now or wait just like how the Mavericks are operating right let's now? just talk about Reggie Jackson right now we'll, we'll get into that later I ain't talking about Reggie Jackson I'll talk about Reggie, Reggie Bullock, Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> um but no yeah so as soon as we saw the number of you know around nine to ten, ten a year it's like okay he's gonna be the full MLE if they stay you know, operating over the cap for me it's like one he was a steal coming out of college because he went to North Carolina, but I love his defense. <laughs> I love his shooting. I, you know, I was looking up synergy stuff today. This was one for you. I tweeted it out. So if, sorry, if you saw it on Twitter, a minimum of 150 unguarded catch and shoot possessions last year, minimum of 150. Here's the top five ranked by field goal percentage. Joe Harris, number one at 59%, which is crazy. Catch and shoot shots. <laughs> 59% of those. Catch and shoot threes or just catch and shoot shots? Just catch and shoot shots. Joe Harris is number one. Duncan Robinson, number two at 48%. Jay Crowder, at number three at 47%.
Bojan Bogdanovic, number four at 45%. And number five on that list is Reggie Bullock at 44%. He's literally one of the best volume catch-and-shoot shooters in the NBA. And he can play defense. He's 30 years old. He has some injury stuff, injury questions over the past few years. But as far as fit, as far as putting people around Luka Doncic, and as far as somebody that's like in your in an MLE type of uh, deal, sign me up for Reggie Bullock. Solid move for Dallas. Yeah, since 2015, basically, when he was with Detroit, 40% from three on 4.6 per game, and that's over 287 games. Like that, That's a sample size right there. That tells you, and Isaac's number that he just mentioned tells you, this guy can hit the three. So all of a sudden, yeah. you've added a three-point shooter. He's not going to be a pull-up three-point shooter, right? He's not going to come in and, and dribble around and pull up and do that kind of stuff. But he's going to be a really good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter for you. Exactly what this Mavericks team needs. If Tim Hardaway Jr. is having an off night, then Reggie Bullock maybe is the guy that hits six threes or hits four threes in a game that you yeah. need in a game like that. And so, or if Maxie's if Maxie's down, if Dorian's down, right? Like you just it's law of averages sometimes with these three-point shooters. You just need somebody to be on at some point, and they add another guy that's on most of the time. And I think that that's an incredible add for the Mavericks. And how how many times this past year? I know Josh, you know, amplified this because they were trading for each other, but we're like, man, we missed Seth's shooting. Yeah. It's like, look at, you know, they made basically four additions so far. You know, on the first night, Boban and these three guys. It's like, look at these three wings that they added. If you want to include Tim in that, Tim, Sterling Brown, Reggie Bullock, all all three of those guys, forty percent or above three point shooters. It's like they're surrounding Luka Doncic with shooting. We need shooters around Luka. What are we watching right now in the Olympics? We're watching Luka with shooters all around him. Even Mike Toby hitting threes. It's like this is what happens when you surround Luka with shooters, and this is what Dallas is doing. They're going out and getting shooters. Yeah, all of a sudden you start looking down up and down this roster and you say, okay, you have Luca, who's, you know, a three point, like a three point shooter. You have Tim Hardaway Jr., Bullock, Sterling Brown, Maxi, Dorian. Those are all guys that are in like that 37 to 40% three point shooting. Like that's, that's awesome. You have Brunson, who can get there and will definitely get there, we think. Good shooter. No one's, no one's helping off of Brunson. And then you have uh, Tyrell Terry maybe coming up and being a good three point shooter. Trey Burke was a good three point shooter. He might be on the roster, may not be. And then, you have Dwight. You have Chris Porzingis, and like hopefully Chris Porzingis, he's at least a he's at least a um, a credible shooter, right? Now, maybe he's not forty percent or something like that, but he is a guy that spaces the floor and that. And so all of a sudden, you're like, okay, who on this roster doesn't shoot? And it's like it's just the four centers, and Boban does actually shoot some threes, and we've seen <laughs> Willie hit a couple threes, not maybe credibly, but all of a sudden, this this roster besides Josh Green doesn't really have a you know a bad three point shooter in the mix. No, they don't. And I mean, I think I think Reggie Bullock's your upgrade over Josh Richardson in a way. He doesn't give For you sure. the play, playmaking over that, but That's what you wanted him to that's what you wanted Josh Richardson to be, really. Yeah. I, well, I think you yeah, I think what you wanted from Josh is a little bit more playmaking than what you're gonna ask from from Bullock, but you're what you're gonna get from Bullock is good defense and you're gonna get good three point shooting. And that's Three and D world solid. is uh, you need you need all of those guys in Dallas right now. Solid, solid ad for the ba- Dallas Mavericks. So coming up, let's talk about their free agency as a whole right now. What they can do and maybe uh, what they have missed out on so far. We're, again, we're recording this around midnight Central Time in Dallas, Texas. So we'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, BetOnline.ag is the perfect way to put down some money on sports. They have all kinds of stuff you can bet on. 
Uh, martial arts. You can go. I have no idea what any of this means, uh, but you can go bet on martial arts if you want to. They have point spreads for that. They have point spreads on MMA. So many point spreads on MMA. So much. A lot of Olympic stuff you can get into if you want to. The uh, the, the horizontal bar men's. You can pick Hashimoto, Kizizono, Nagari, Malone. You feeling any of those? You feeling any of those names? Malone's kind of an underdog. Just he's a, plus 600 so yeah you think possibly that that guy uh could possibly could possibly come out if you want to bet on diving if you want to bet on uh golf karate marathon swimming you can bet on so many different things skateboarding soccer climbing climbing is a sport in the olympics did not wow. know that but you can go bet on that on betonline.ag use the promo code locked on get a 50 percent welcome bonus to your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts all right, Isaac Harris, let's get into free agency. So we've been talking about the additions, quote-unquote, with bringing back Tim Hardaway Jr., the addition of Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown. We're into those additions. We like those. Um, I want to call him Sterling K. Brown, right? I just I just want to call him that. That's, I, love, I love Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> uh, one of the greatest episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Sterling K. Brown's. Uh, Sterling K. Brown's. He's uh, from appearance. This Is Us. Well, he was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine first, I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, he's also Mrs. Maisel. Oh, he's in a lot of stuff. But uh, so now, what have the Dallas Mavericks done and what they, what can they still do? What did you think about what they've done so far in day one? And now it's midnight here in Texas. So things could still be happening. We still think the Mavericks do have a move. Uh, but what did you think overall about what they did on the first day? Yeah, I mean, they missed out on Lowry. I mean, that that's the big thing. I mean, you can't... I mean, we can be excited about the additions of Bullock and, you know, Sterling Brown, and we love bringing Boban back. Let's do it. Tim had a good number. Like, all the deals that they made night one, I think are solid deals. They're just not the home run. It's like, it's like it's okay um, to, to be happy with those. Like, it's like they hit a double, right? Like, it's not... They didn't strike out. They didn't do anything. They didn't lose all these people. And it's like, where we were sitting here with no deals and Tim walked and we didn't get Lowry. And it's like, this is miserable. What is happening? Like, we're not New Orleans right now. So they actually hit a double. It's just that it wasn't the home run that you were wanting in a Kyle Lowry or a bigger name. Now, obviously, Kawhi's still there right now. We think he goes back to Clippers. Let's see how some other things unfold with DeRozan, Dragic, whatever. So it all, it all, you know, rotate around Kyle Lowry. He goes to Miami. The natural thing for Dallas and all of us right now is, well, what happens with Goran Dragic? Dragic, Achua going to, you know, Toronto. Achua. Achua. What'd yeah. I say? Achua. Achua. There you go. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, <laughs> Bless you. He goes to Toronto. Will he get bought out? Will they try to reroute him to Dallas? It is kind of weird. We haven't heard any of the details on that. It just it seems like they're talking to other teams. It seems like they're trying to figure all that stuff out because we haven't heard anything about the Kyle Lowry details besides that he's just going to Miami. And it could still happen that the Mavericks could be that third team in there yeah. where Dragic is rerouted to the Mavericks. Dwight Powell and Trey Burke or Dwight Powell or Dwight Powell and Willie Colley Stein probably will be routed to Toronto, uh, and all of a sudden that becomes a three-team deal, and boom, all of a sudden you have, uh, you know, th th that works out for the Mavericks in a, in a big way. Yeah, and I think, you know, if there was some type of framework on that, Dallas would have to try to probably add a little bit to that because you're asking, you know, Toronto to take on an extra $11 million next year to where Dragic would be an expiring contract this year. Um, 
And if you're saying, hey, we'll, we'll give you Dwight Powell and Willie Cauley Stein, if Toronto's like, okay, well, cool, that means we're going to pay Dwight another year after this year. Where does he fit on the roster and all of that? You might have to sweeten that deal a little bit. But for Dragic, you know, all the reports, we're seeing the same thing that you know you guys are seeing that he would like to play with Luca and you know Igor here in Dallas. Remember, Dallas had their chance to get Dragic before they chose not to. They wanted to go the Derek Jones Jr. Olenek route, but that was the past regime. That was the past decision makers. How does this group? How does Nico? How does Jason Kidd? How do they view you know Dragic in Dallas? That's the big thing. I think. A lot of our, if we were making predictions right now, we would think that the Dragic thing would probably happen, that Dallas goes out and that's their secondary playmaker. And I think that's, then it's like, how does the fan base feel about that? If they go out and they trade right now, Dwight Powell, Willie Cauley-Stein to Toronto for Goran Dragic, and they walk away from free agency with Dragic, Bullock, Sterling Brown, Tim on a back, you know, back on a $18 million a year, basically, Boban, like, is the fan base saying, hey, we hit a triple, we hit a double? Or, I mean, some of the fans are just going to say, hey, we struck out or it's a single, whatever. Yeah, they're going to be mad I, no matter what. Yeah, I, I think at that point it's a, you know, it's a double or a triple. It's not the home run, but you didn't strike out either. No, I think if you get Dragic, then all of a sudden you check the, some of the boxes that you want, right? You check the box of, we need some wing defenders. We need some shooters. We need a, pl- a secondary creator. Boom, you checked all those boxes. You didn't improve your defense too much. You didn't uh, get that next level, like, all-star type player. Did you improve the number two and three in the rotation spot? Like, with Dragic and maybe Bullock, like, maybe you did. Um, but... Those those you probably didn't like definitely stamp it in. You've improved on those two rotation spots, and so in that sense, I can understand that people considering that a failure because you just didn't check every single box, which is hard to do in an off season. Everybody's trying to do the same thing, and sometimes yeah. you go out there and you just completely like screw the pooch on some some stuff. And I don't think the Mavericks have done that quite yet. But if they do add Dragic, I think that that should be uh, some level of a win, not necessarily yeah. like an overwhelming win, but like yeah, that was good. Took a little step forward. And uh, with with Porzingis hopefully coming back and being all star Porzingis, that's the huge step forward that you really need. You have a second a second person you can run offense through when if you get Dragic. There's obviously health stuff. He's older. All of that. I get it. It's not like you're handing Dragic twenty five million a year for four years. You would have Want him, him to a, play thirty five minutes a game. You know exactly. So now let's just let's operate real quick just for fans and let's try to clarify like. Do they have cap space? Do they not? What are they doing right now? If they absorb, if they take in Reggie Bullock and Sterling Brown into these exceptions, they put Bullock into the mid-level. They put Sterling Brown into the biannual. Then that means they're operating over the cap. So they don't have cap space if they do that. Okay, yeah. so you you do, you can't have cap space. So that means they're still holding on to the Reggie, you know, I'd say Reggie, JJ Reddick cap <laughs> hold to keep them over, you know, the thing. You, you, they took Tim Hardaway Jr. into their cap space. So they're operating without cap space over the cap so they can put these players into these exceptions. And it's a little bit like, you know, we've learned this from like the, the former president recently of like you're operating as a team getting a loss so that you can get some benefits in other ways, right? So the Mavericks would act as a team that, oh, we're using all of our cap space so that we can get to some of these exceptions. This is why Isaac and I have talked about the order of operations in the things that the Mavericks do is so important right now, this very moment, because 
If they just went out and did all these things, they signed Reggie Bullock into the cap space and Sterling Brown into the cap space. Then all of a sudden, like you don't get those extra like exceptions and things. You just you just get those guys and that's it. But now if they do it this way, there's other ways that they can add talent. Exactly. And so by operating over the cap and putting these guys into these exceptions, that means they're still holding on to that traded player exception, which is around that $10 million mark where a lot of people thought, hey, as soon as they made the deal with Boston, they got this you know, traded player exception. Well, it's like, okay, well, they're just going to renounce that to get cap space. You would have had to do that if you're going to get Kyle Lowry for 30, you know, $30 million a year. They would have had to you know, do that, but they didn't. So now this is the route. It seems like they're taking. There's still a world in which yeah. they do exactly what you just said while I go and they're, you know, Bullock, Brown, Bobon, everybody's into the cap space and they have like one or two million dollars in cap right now. It doesn't look like that's the case. It looks like they're operating over the cap. So that leaves you. Uh, we wanted to say that because right now you can't do the the trade for Dragic and you know, DeRozan cap space for 15 to 20 million. It, that's just, you can't do that because you already have these other guys that they're going into the exceptions because you don't have cap space. So there's three ways you can add players to your team right now. It's a signing trade route. It's a normal trade route, or it's the, what's the third one I'm thinking of? Oh, the trade, you absorb somebody into the traded player exception. Yeah. That's the, the three jo- the ways. Josh Richardson exception. Yeah, outside of like minimum contracts, you know, all, all that. That's the three main ways you can, you know, do something. So they could go out right now, do the trade for Dragic, bring in Dragic, and then scour the league of saying, okay, is there another player out there that we can absorb? They have to be under contract already. You can't sign a player into a traded player exception. You have to go out and grab somebody from another team, absorb them into that. So I, that's the... That's where they're at right now. So at this point, the way that we think they're operating, DeRozan seems like a non-possibility. Unless it's a sign and trade. I mean, that's that's the route you'd have to go with DeRozan is sign and trade route. You know, what money is he wanting? If it's around 20, could you convince? And he wants to come to Dallas. Could you convince San Antonio to do Dwight? You know, the same type of deal that you do for Dragic. You know, would you have to put Brunson in that or a protected first in the future? Would you even want to do that? Or would it be bigger? And it's like Porzingis for DeRozan and like Derek White. Um, you know, that's the that's the route that you're probably getting DeRozan is only through a sign and trade route. And it doesn't look like you can pull off unless Porzingis is in the deal. It doesn't look like you're going to pull off some type of DeRozan and Dragic, which I've seen some people throw out there. Yeah, but for DeRozan, though, the options are quite limited now, right? Like, There's no one else with space that's going to be able to straight up sign him for the 25 or whatever he's going to want. It's going to have to be one of these deals like the sign and trade type things, which we saw Miami do. Miami could have gotten the straight up cap space for Kyle Lowry, but they ended up doing this, the sign and trade for him anyway. So there, there are other ways for him to go and find another team, but the the options for him, at least right now as we're recording this, are drying up real quick to get you know, the money in the place that he wants to go. It looks like for Drozen, he has a couple options. It's the There's probably a line in the sand that San Antonio's you know drawn out for him saying, this is how much we'll, we'll pay you, we'll go up to. So he probably has that he has in his back pocket. He's probably talking to other teams like the Clippers, let's just say Dallas or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, we can, even if it's a signing trades out there, it's like, hey, we can do you know 20 million, but it's going to have to be a signing trade with San Antonio. They're going to have to work with us. Or it's like, 
the full MLE for like a really good team, like the Lakers or Miami or whoever it is. And Which it's like is like get, $10 million. So. I know. It's like if you get DeRozan for like nine or $10 million, it's just a steal. I don't care how you feel about DeRozan. It's, that's a steal to get him for that amount. So that's that looks like the route for DeRozan right now because, I mean, the Knicks have obviously spent their money. You know, a lot of people have been <laughs> spending their money, but we'll see if a team swoops down. I mean, by the time you listen to this, we, we could wake up tomorrow to DeRozan to the – Clippers or whoever it is in a sign and trade. So, did you get got by the fake Shams today? I didn't know. A couple people got got by the fake Shams saying DeRozan the Clippers was a done deal, and we were like, "What? How did that happen?" <laughs> couple of players left on the board that we'll talk about. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie seems like he's going to the Wizards now, uh, so that's why we haven't really got into that one. That one seems to be off the table. Dennis Schroeder is still out there. I mean, I guess he could come back to the Lakers, but. Uh, that would be an incredible. That would be incredible tax number, I think, for them for the number Dennis Schroeder wants. Uh, but that could be another option for the Mavericks if the Dragic thing doesn't work out. How how's he feeling right now? Turning down that five for ninety was about it like Nerlens Noel did. <laughs> uh, so when you do a sign and trade, not deal, today, Nerlens Noel when the when he turned on the Mavericks deal years ago. Yeah, shout out to Nerlens. I was happy for him signing a yeah. three year deal with New York, but. You know, would 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 Schroeder, you know, when you do a sign and trade, which it the Lakers are probably gonna try to do with wherever he goes, you know, what's he asking for? Like what's he it has to be a three year deal. When you do a sign and trade, it has to be a you know, a three year deal. So it's like, what's he yeah. And he's gotta be worth the the Tim Hardaway, Gary Trent, Fournier, Norman Powell special of like, you know, sixteen to twenty a year, right? Like he's gotta be in that range at least. I guess so. And so, you know, would you, if they approached Dallas and said, Hey, would you, you know, Schroeder, Dallas, three for 45, three for 50, somewhere through there, 16, 17 range. And it's a sign and trade for Dwight and Trey Burke. Like, would the Lakers want Dwight Powell and Trey Burke? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just keep Schroeder at that point, but unless Schroeder I know, really, that's the really thing. wants to I mean, leave, it's a really think- weird spot. Dwight Powell and Trey Burke, they've never played for the Lakers before, so it looks like that's the prerequisite <laughs> to sign with the Lakers this You have to have played for the Lakers at some point before 2018. It has to be 2015, Just know that I'm soaking in this, this Lakers offseason. <laughs> what a weird thoroughly, offseason. Oh, I'm enjoying all of it. Uh, What's other people, name? John Collins is a guy that is like still out there. Uh, um Talk about he, losing leverage. I was going to say, he may have just lost the most leverage of anybody because uh, – at the beginning of free agency, they said that Atlanta and John Collins are not close to contract talks, and then everybody's cap space dried up, and now what does he do? How does he go out and get the deal he actually wants? So that's an interesting name that has been linked to the Mavericks that has still not gone or stayed anywhere. Atlanta's like, so $80 million? $90? <laughs> uh, you don't have anybody else that can offer you that now. So, couple other smaller names, I guess. Uh, Patty Mills is a, a – Patty Mills – Danny Green, Rudy Gay, uh, some of these like veteran type guys. JJ Redick still on the Mavericks. We think he's going to go to the Nets, but that's not out of the question that JJ Redick could come back, uh, especially uh, if the Mavericks are acting as an over the cap team. They sign him over the like sign him to go over the cap, right? They could still do that. I think he's uh, I think he's on the Nets next year. We we think so, but we haven't heard anything about him. Uh, what do you think about Ubre, Danny Green, Patty Mills, some of these other names that are still out there? I like some of these guys. You know, Dallas uh, seems like they like Kelly Oubre. I mean, I would like him for a cheaper cost. But once again, it's like, 
outside the minimum, you've already used your exceptions. You're operating over over the you know cap. It's going to have to be a sign and trade at, at this point. So what that you know, I, I just don't know what the number would be for some of these guys. And then are you convinced that you'd have to convince their past teams to take on you know one of your contracts? Which is, I mean, would the fan base riot if you did a sign and trade for Maxi and Ubre? Oh, I would. I personally you would. would. I know. You I personally would, would burn this pod to the ground. Personally, I love Maxi as a person. And I love him <laughs> on the Mavericks. But so like, it's it's those type of things that it looks like the next bigger addition for the Mavericks will will come via sign and trade. Unless they they still have that traded player exception, they yep. could you know swoop into. There's still stuff that has to be ironed out. I mean, like the Kawhi stuff. We got to see. Ben Simmons trade at some point. Like there's some other moving parts. If DeRozan does a sign and trade or they swoop in, you know, yeah. So they can still take some, you know, players as a third team into that traded player except that's the ideal route at this point, right? I think we would we would both prefer DeRozan over Dragic right now, right? Yes. Yes. So let's just say they get Dragic. I don't want them to stop there. I would love for them to still scour the league and say okay how can we get another wing from you know with that traded player exception how could we hop into a ben simmons for cj mccollum trade and say give us Derek jones jr how can you know how could they find a player like that to take into that space a larry nance jr which i don't know if he can i don't know what that traded player exception the exact number on that is now after the richardson moses brown thing i get confused on that but it's either nine or it's nine point six or ten or whatever it is. But yep, uh, the Sixers just waved George Hill, another guy. That he probably is going to go to a Nets or a Lakers or something like that. But yeah, uh, an interesting name that may be still out there. Uh, yeah, th- that's where the Mavericks are. Okay, another thing that I've I've thought about today: the Mavericks have five centers. They've got to do something with these. Now we think have the ob- we think the obvious one is the Powell Willie Colley Stein sign and trade for Dragic. We think that's the obvious one, but. That's not a super appealing package to get back. Yeah. In a deal. I will say the only thing about that is you're losing both out of your center group. You're losing both of your rim runners. And I don't know what that means, but like, I'm not ready just to pencil in Moses Brown as a 20 minute, a guy off the bench. It's like Moses Brown, Boban, Maxi, and KP at that point. Like none of them are your rim rolling type of fives that we like seeing playing with Luca. That's why I would I would personally prefer it be like a Dwight and Trey Burke for like a Dragic, something like that, to at least have. See, Willie I think that some. I think our our friend Mavs CBA told me that you can't do Powell and Burke. It has to be something else because the money just doesn't exactly line up oh, for a trade like I, that. Okay, I was say put it was like player. just too small for it to be that deal. That's why I keep saying Willie Colley Stein. So something else. I know we're just keep on going at this point. The summer league roster was released today. Oh, yeah. I had so many notes on this today. Uh, Yes. Summer League roster was released today. The names that you're used to. Josh Green was one we were a little surprised on. I was happy that Josh Green was added to that because we thought possibly he wouldn't wouldn't be there because of Australia. Yeah. Well, Jason Kidd actually said in that presser that he wasn't going to play. But then actually in the press release today about the roster, it said even though he's playing in Tokyo, he does have a chance to play in the Summer League, which is super encouraging. But the... The big takeaway from the summer league roster was yeah. A man well, I was, was, was going to go away, go go around the rest of it first before we. So uh, Tyrell Terry still going to be on the on the summer league roster. Nate Hinton still going to be. We have the four guys that they got that they you know 
added after the draft, Ron Hunt, EJ Onu, Eugene Omarui, uh, Carleek Jones. You have four guys that I've never heard of that are added to the roster, which is normal Summer League roster behavior. And then the big news from today, at least Summer League and Mavs two-way and end-of-the-bench news, Tyler Bay is not part of the Mavs Summer League roster. And from according to Brad Townsend, quote, I'm told that Tyler Bay was not extended a qualifying offer, which makes him an unrestricted free agent. Bay and Hinton were two-way contracts last season. Hinton is on the Summer League roster. Bay is not, and he is an unrestricted free agent. So, <sighs> I disagree with this. My Baywatch has ended. Out of all of the, out of after Josh Green, I would, I would have kept Tyler Bay over Hinton and Tyrell Terry, and I would as well. Yeah, I was. Well, maybe not over Terry. I'm, I'm still, I'm still in on Terry. Definitely over Hinton, though. Hands down. But anyway, I hope he latches on somewhere. I'd like to see. He could still come back to the Mavericks, but it just is weird that he's not on the summer league roster. Yeah. Moses Brown, not on the summer league roster too. That's something some of us were kind of thinking like, would he play? Would he not? Um, he's had a 2020 game in the NBA. He's too good now for summer league. Oh my gosh. The Moses Brown hype is getting out of hand. I don't see it too much from people, but I'm excited for him. I just feel like it's getting a little overblown, but oh, well, this is where we're at day two of free agency tomorrow. Today, as you listen to this, uh, I think Spain and USA are tied at halftime, which is fun. We'll see. USA what... was down most of the second quarter too by like ten. But I think the big thing, you know, for us is like what happens with DeRozan, what happens with Dragic. Are there still some like bigger trades out there to teams? Way like when will the Ben Simmons shoe drop? You know, yeah, that, that's a big one. Surely they don't go into training camp. When does that happen? Does that shake up some things too? So there's still some, a, a lot of names still left and a lot of fun stuff that could happen on day two. A lot of fun stuff, guys. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. We will be here through the rest of the week. We are a five day a week Dallas Mavericks podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Oh. Can, can Luca do it? Do you give Slovenia a chance? Can Luca do it? Do you give Can Luca do it all by himself? By himself? Oh, shit, I mean, she did it for Dallas. <laughs> that, that, that YMCA team he had got him to the playoffs, bro. I mean, I'm serious. That, that's that YMCA team, bro. He, so he, he has a chance.